Don't saw at it. I'm trying to be gentle, mate. You fucking idiot. Rip into it. Slash it off. It's alive! I don't know what the hell's in there. But it's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. An ill portent to start the, the show. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like this should also be another episode that should come with a warning uh, <laughs> just to our gentlemen listeners. Uh, you may want to take those three people closest to you, the meat and the two veg, <laughs> and just hold them very, very close during this episode. And that is the first time a vegan has ever told anyone to guard their meat. <laughs> soy meat. Yeah, soy meat. Faux meat. <laughs> yes, this is a, uh, shall we say, a sensitive and rather delicate issue. It is, because men, I think I can say this from experience, mm. men are idiots. Mm. Just just today, I was in the supermarket looking mm. for a quiet place to argue with my phone banking app, <laughs> and I ended up down the um, the pet food aisle. Uh huh. Uh huh. Turns out there are pet foods specifically for men. Okay, so we're not talking like single single man chat. Okay, yeah, no, no, not not desperate FIFO mine. I can't even open a tin of spaghetti. <laughs> just pours some beer on top of a bowl of goodos. Not uh-huh. not that kind. No, no, okay. Literally for the kind of guy whose masculinity is so insecure that he has to buy a tough guy food for his cat. Mm. Mm. There's one there called Crave, mm-hmm. and it has pictures of these tiger eyes on it. Yes, and it's to unleash the unleash the uh, the beast within. Oh, yes. It's all like, yeah, unlock the natural predator of your pussy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Tibbles, come here. <laughs> come here and eat some murder. Because Dad didn't hug me enough. <laughs> I'll see that's it. Yeah, it's not It's not cat food. It's minced yeah. murder. But they even, they even spruik on, because there's a dog version as well. They even mm. spruik that there's no vegetables in it. It's just meat. <laughs> It's like dogs are omnivorous. They literally need to eat vegetables. <laughs> is your dog is your dog listening to fucking Isaac Butterfield and ration, irrationally yelling at vegans? What's yes, he doing? Yes, but this this look. Let's be honest. This is not about the dog or cat's nutritional needs. No. This is about the owner's need for a hug. Yeah. All right. That's <laughs> that's what this is. <laughs> I guarantee you, if you're the kind of dude who buys. Pet food based on how masculine it is. Mm. You're having a fucking hard time on Tinder. <laughs> oh my god! Well, yeah. I mean, I'm presuming he's too embarrassed to show his pussy on Tinder. Yeah. Which, ironically, get it out. That's what's. <laughs> if anything's going to get you a date on Tinder, it's Absolutely. getting your pussy out. Yeah. yeah. Show, show that you're mad for it. <laughs> Give it a little kiss. <laughs> the tin of tuna next to yourself. Oh no, with the tin of crave. Yeah. Oh my lord. Actually, I, I, I don't under, I don't want to let like the secret out of the bag. Yeah. But I am hot for a man that loves cats. Yeah. Well, and a lot of blokes know that, and will get a cat even if they don't like them for that very reason. Yeah, I know. But then, like, <laughs> you, when it all come, it it all comes apart. You can see if it's fake pussy. You can tell. You're like, oh, you're a faker. Yeah, because cats do not fucking lie. Yeah, no. Oh my god, that if if they will sell you out like quicker than you can say, you know, he, you know, enjoy your whiskers. Yeah. Um. So if you've like once kicked them off the couch, <laughs> yeah, no, they're not going to help you get laid. No. And because this episode is in many ways about. The self-destructive nature of man. Mm, mm. And it's not even a very complex metaphor. No, it? that's, you have hit that uh, nail on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Mankind has done many amazing things. Invented, explored, crawled, evolved from cells to monkey men to cavemen to today. <laughs> Some of them are still monkey men, yeah. Oh, yeah. What hasn't evolved is man's obsession with their dicks. <laughs> From cavemen to congressmen, it all comes down to one thing. 
Every man has one. Every man wants to touch it, talk about it, photograph it. I don't know. It looks cute. I might spam some inboxes with it later. I don't know. So you say it's an obsession. It's a small altar that I've built. I, I call it reverence. <laughs> it's still an altar. <laughs> uh, it's an altar to the big D, the free willy, the pocket rocket, the trouser snake, the one-eyed bandit, the pussinator, dick lightning. Hey. As this week, we look at man's fascination with the penis and their never-ending ability to get it in trouble. <laughs> in this week's episode of... Big trouble in little D. <laughs> or, please don't free Willie. Or, please come out with your hands up. No, sir, I said your hands. <laughs> or, the good, the bad, and the douche from accounting. Oh. Or, the junkening. Oh. Lightning crash. <laughs> <laughs> or, tenacious D. Toy. Yeah. Now, the penis plays a very front and centre role in most men's lives. None more so than on this overcast day in April 2017. I just realised we should have tonnes and tonnes of quotes in this from Zardoz. (laughs) Ah, we would just have to... The penis is strong. (laughs) I don't want to hear about your Friday night. (laughs) When the Viagra kicks in. Just you psyching up the little man. <laughs> Come on, we can do this. Come on, get in there. Woo! I gave you a can of Crave. Let's go. <laughs> You're a man. Oh. In April 2017, when in a suburban Chicago neighborhood, a naked man, and I quote, high on drugs, oh. goes on a rampage after, this is important. Okay, yep. After. After cutting off his own penis. See, I was going to argue that just because he's naked and on drugs, it's not necessarily a rampage. But if you've just turned yourself into a eunuch, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's a rampage. I, I love the fact that the newspaper that I read this in felt the need to add, quote, high on drugs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, we pretty much got that already from the cut off his own penis. Yeah. It's kind of implied. I mean, I've bought some dumb stuff on eBay when high. <laughs> but. Yeah, t- a couple of, you know, like a Robotron t-shirt, two sizes too small and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. a, a cheap knockoff Robocop figurine, but but never that. <laughs> <laughs> never <laughs> How cut- fucking high? Well, eyewitnesses at the scene actually have video footage and I will actually put this up on our Facebook account with right. a with a disclaimer. Okay. Um, I mean, to be fair, that is something that you are going to record with your phone when it happens. The footage shows the man in his, about his 20s, mm-hmm. buck naked, hey. blood all over the bottom half of him from, <sighs> you know. From the act, yeah. Now, the people are thankfully behind a seven-foot metal fence with steel bars and a locked gate. So it's Jurassic Park, basically. Oh, my God, it really is. As the man who was clearly high on something synthetic, and it isn't polyester, (laughs) yells nonsense at onlookers through the fence. And there is one disturbing photo where it looks like he's just standing there rubbing his own nipples. Okay, yeah. The onlookers yell at the man to... Just calm down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the famous footage of that bear ripping a child through the fence. Get a tranquilizer gun. <laughs> oh, eventually, the man casually strolls up the street towards an intersection where police have used their cars to block the intersection. Yeah. The man walks towards the intersection. A police officer yells, get down on the ground. His head looking to the left, and as soon as he sees the police officer, he just instantly sprints like the T-1000 at her. It is intense. Wow. Absolutely intense. Now, as you know, the police in America have shot way too many people. Black people. Way too many people. Yeah. And uh, so many people that they shouldn't have shot. This dude, however, okay, fully naked, 
severed his own penis, I would be fully okay with them shoot, like just shooting his crazy, yeah. like wangless, blood smeared ass if he came running at me. Like this is the one time. Yeah. Wouldn't question it. Because in the words of Hunter Thompson, you can turn your back on a person, you can never turn your back on a drug. Yeah. The crazed man screams, get out of here, bitch! So, just so you know that he's now wangless and sexist. Okay. What a catch. (laughs) The police officer, however, has her taser drawn as he rushes towards her. Something tells me he's immune to pain at this point. One of the onlookers starts screaming, quote, shoot him! (laughs) Shoot him! (laughs) There is a heart-stopping moment where you lose sight of the police officer and the men as they go behind the police vehicle. But she obviously deploys the taser and he comes rolling out the other side on the ground. Right. The crowd continues to yell for her to shoot his ass. So this is what happens. MMA has just normalised this kind of spectacle. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) An onlooker shouts, Oh, my God, bro. Shoot his ass. Shoot that motherfucker. This is the time you shoot people. (laughs) And while another crowd member loudly exclaims, Please be careful. Oh, my God. Another yells, It's the time to shoot people. He rolls around on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a person near the person recording is 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 saying, oh, my God, I'm shaking, as you can hear the sounds of more sirens approaching. Yeah. A police van arrives and, a, and it pulls up and a police officer gets out of the van. Out of the... Was, wow. <laughs> that escalated. Those drugs are really good. He gets out of the van. Yeah. The dickless man <laughs> then sits up and quickly walks towards the new cop. The new cop, however, is not having any of it. He just pulls out his taser and tases him straight away. Yeah. He falls his ass down and he he stays down this time with the four cops now surrounding him. Yeah. One of the filmers yells out, You're so lucky, bro. (laughs) And another exclaims, Yo, he's on bath salts. (laughs) Bed, bath salts and beyond. I'm so white. Like, my first thought, I was like, what? The kids are, like, sniffing radox? <laughs> I had to Google. It turns out they don't literally mean no bath salts. No. So I learned something. Yes. And I feel that was good. Um, now, it's at this point where they scream he's on bath salts. The clip ends. Now, later, the man who recorded the video said that when he arrived on the scene, the man in question still had some clothing on, but he was rolling around in the middle of the street. People tried to give him assistance, but the man started cussing and randomly yelling gibberish at them. Yeah. At those people ran away, he stripped completely naked. This might also be an excellent time to point out that all of this took place right outside an elementary school with the kids inside, oh, that is one hell of a show and tell. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, they've got active shooter drills. I know what to do. <laughs> what, what did you do? What did you do today at school, Timmy? Uh, <laughs> a white man cut his penis off and ran at the police, <laughs> and our teacher said, "Shoot the motherfucker." I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. What? What was? Th- what was this? We did finger painting. <laughs> so did that guy. <laughs> <laughs> the Wagonator then went randomly from house to house, breaking windows and bashing the windows of random cars, almost whilst naked, bleeding. Right. At this stage, he noticed the witness watching him and moved towards him. Luckily, the eyewitness had the common sense to close and lock his front gate. As the man started yelling at the witness through the fence, this is the time that the police arrive and the video commences. Right. In later statements, police said that the man was taken to hospital with, quote, minor injuries. <laughs> so that was that him throwing him shade and he's got a little dick. I know. That's all I could think. Like, he's just lost his dick. Like, is that really uh, necessary? Minor injury. They hold the little finger up coquettishly. <laughs> no. Mm. Oh my god My favourite headline was Quote 
Naked man cuts off his own penis, frightens residents who tell police to shoot his ass. <laughs> the new season of Help, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here is really peaked. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. They've really taken it to the next level. Oh, my God. All I can think is, can you imagine what it's going to be like when he wakes up not high yeah. and is just like, bro, where's my dick? <laughs> There's an Ashton Kutcher movie I'd watch. <laughs> Like, seriously, how does that, like, you just, you wake up, you're like, oh, I'm a bit sore, I've really got to pee, yeah. what? That whole story is, like, exactly like the nightmares they used to paint for us in the 80s when they say, if you smoke one marijuana cigarette, you know, this will happen. We're like, no, it fucking won't. And then 20 years later, the drugs catch up. <laughs> this is the kind of shit that they need to be putting on bus stops. Yeah. Like, oh my God, like, if you want people to not do drugs, just let them know, oh, you know what? There's a chance you might cut your own dick off. Yeah. Like, if that doesn't, like, have, like, <laughs> drug taking overnight, I don't know what will. Yeah. Are we partying tonight, bro? Oh, maybe, maybe just a paper cut. I'm not going full, full amputation. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 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 You know what? Maybe I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll pick up a book <laughs> instead. Um, I've decided I'm attached to my penis this week. Uh, in June of the same year, a man in England cut off his own penis whilst high. Yeah. The father spoke to news, uh, the news radio, yeah. warning about the dangers of cannabis. <laughs> obviously been to the same lectures that you have. Yes. Saying that his son had become paranoid after smoking cannabis. Wow. The government was in his dick feeding him messages. And after some potent cannabis had cut his own penis off. I hate to break it to his father. Yeah. I don't think he was on cannabis. No. I think cannabis... Might have started the evening. <laughs> yeah. Was it cannabis or no longer a manibus? <laughs> oh. <laughs> on, uh, on radio, his father said this about his son. Quote, he switched from a very bright bubbly... Oh, I know. I feel I should do this in a... He switched from a very bright bubbly lad. That's not... That's more Scottish, isn't that's, it? That's Professor McGonagall. <laughs> oh, I... No, that's what... <laughs> Was it Scotland? Uh, no, it was England. Why can't I can the only English accent is I can be like, has switched from a very bright bubbly lad. This is like watching Robert De Niro try and do anything but a fucking New York accent. What, what is going on? <laughs> okay, wait, hang on. No, do an English accent for me. Let me pick it up. Oh, like what a fucking a geezer. Oh, there we go. There hey, we go. It's hey. like fish and chips, brother. All right. So his father said about him on radio. <laughs> He switched from a very bright, bubbly lad to, I can only describe him as a waste of space. Jesus. And I've had that conversation with him and he understands that. (laughs) And doesn't his dad sound great? Yeah, I think some of the psychology behind his actions is starting to to reveal itself. Oh, I think I know why he was smoking cannabis. Yeah. His father goes on to say... And I quote, Yeah. He became delusional. He used to sleep with a tennis racket in his bed because he thought people were living in the walls. Okay, we have already established on this podcast that that is a very genuine yeah. fear to have. Okay. Did anyone, did his father actually check the walls? No, he didn't. So he should shut up because there probably was someone yeah. living in the walls. He's probably one of those Brexiteers as well that went around with a tumbler glass on his ear and tapped it to try and find Polish people. Oh, yeah, but there's Polish people <laughs> living, taking my jobs, taking my crawl space. Bre- breathing my crawl space here like a bunch of freeloaders <laughs> coming here tarmac in the bloody driveway. <laughs> shut the borders. So Britain has essentially cut its own dick off. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, that's what Brexit was. Yeah. It's, and it didn't even <laughs> need the PCP. It smoked some kippers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now, his father goes on. Yeah. I remember one instance. He was telling us all about the fact that mermaids exist. And it was all just a tragic downhill trip from there. <laughs> It just sounds like your son has a beautiful imagination yeah. and you're crushing it. 
Yeah, he's he's essentially reliving the uh, the British fables of Beowulf and exactly people in the walls and bloody mermaids and embracing the culture. Like he just sounds yeah. like a good English lad to yeah. me. He's going to fight off Grendel Snowman with his tennis racket. <laughs> His father then goes on to say that since he has cut off his penis, he is, quote, in a really good form <laughs> mentally. What? Having given up drugs and alcohol whilst in the hospital. <laughs> and peeing standing up. <laughs> oh, my God. And I also think not living with his dad. Yeah, um, it sounds like it's doing him the world of good. Yeah. How can you ever t- – how can – Oh, he's in good form mentally after having just cut his dick off. Yeah. I don't think that's... that's. He's chipper. Yay! <laughs> Stiff up a lip. Yeah, well, <laughs> ironically, his lip is now <laughs> the only stiff part of his the body. The only erectile material left. Oh, my God. Who is, like... What kind of piece of shit dad, though, goes on the radio to talk about his son mutilating himself? Yeah, well, and like crush his dream about mermaids while you're at it. Oh, my God. Not only, not only does he have no dick, but mermaids don't exist. (laughs) You know what? Sad is not real either. What a prick. (laughs) What a prick. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Now, as if slice, I mean, to be honest, if slicing off your own dick doesn't make you give up alcohol and drugs, nothing will. Well, where do you go from there? There's no more rock bottom than that. I don't know what's next. I, your legs. I've spent my time in. I've spent my time in fellowship programs dealing with addiction. <laughs> uh huh. And when you you know you don't just come back and just go, oh, you know, cut my dick off last week. I thought that'd be the end of it, but no, mm. no, it, mm. it went so much worse. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that, that is rock bottom. That is literally bedrock. Yeah. No, and I, I like. Is it, I don't know, like, do you take your own arms and legs off? Do you become like that dude in the Metallica song? <laughs> Is that, I think that's rock bottom, isn't it? No, the uh, the literal, seeing that play out literally, if, if you ever want to ruin your childhood, yes. Google Metallica on the Howard Stern show playing one. Oh, you're still on about and this. Lars Ulrich just cannot play it anymore. He never could. <laughs> and now, now it's literally like watching the band slowly saw its own dick off with a frozen fish. It's just, he cannot play it. He fucks up the intro. It's so easy to play that Drumming's song. hard. No, it's not. So hard. Uh, it's the, you know, actually, I saw Metallica live. Brilliant. Oh, they're amazing live, yeah. Absolutely. Because you know how sometimes where, you know, you, you grow up loving something and yeah. then you go there and you're like, oh my God, they can't actually sing. They're all studio produced and it just ruins yeah. your entire life. I was worried going to see Metallica. I'm like, what if this just like crushes everything? Yeah. No, I fucking nailed it. But have you ever noticed how quiet Lars Ulrich is in the mix? <laughs> There's three guitarists up there who are amazing and James Hetfield is uh-huh. still a really great vocalist. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. I love but, his voice. Uh, yeah, you listen, you listen to the old drums. They're pretty quiet in the mix, especially <sighs> the kick pedals. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't remember. I can't remember. Because that's just a wall of sound. Oh, actually, the when I went because I was sort of down in the like the moshy, yep. down in the the moshy pits. Um, I was very smart during the support act. I actually found there were these two giant, like bikey looking fellows yeah. who were the size of mountains, yeah. and they were just standing there unimpressed by everyone and everything. I started like chatting to them, did the whole "I'm going the bar. Would you boys like a bourbon?" Oh, hello. They're like, all right. So I went to the bar, came back, got myself a bourbon. There you go, lads. Bought them a bourbon each. Yep. yep. So we were like right down the front. So basically there's the front of the stage. It was all moshy pit. And then there were these two giant like fucking dudes. Yeah. And then when the show started, I set up camp and stood ah. like behind these two giant dudes. And it was brilliant because we were right down the front. It was like I had my own personal security guard. Yeah. And whenever any of like the skinny, like moshy kids came flying, these big biking guys would just be like, <laughs> and just send them like flying back. So we were right down the front. I was like right down the front, like moshy. Had the most care-ass time of my life. Just buy the big boys a couple of bourbons. Because you, you basically fed sausage links through a fence to guard dogs. Yeah. Got them on side. Yeah. What year was this? Uh, Dude, I drink bourbon and I used to play (laughs) rugby. I'm not even sure what country this is. Do you remember the support band? Uh, No. I was buying the bourbon. 
Uh, I, I still kick myself for not going yeah. to see Metallica when they came here on the Black Album tour because they brought um, Caius as their support band. I have no idea who that is. There you go. Yeah. They later became Queens of the Stone Age who suck. You don't like Queens of the Stone Age? Oh, no, I don't mind them, but the singer seems like a bit of a dick. <gasps> Joshua Holm? Yeah. Oh, my God, no. Oh, my God, they're... Um that no one knows the lost art of keeping a secret. If I ever do anything wrong or naughty in my life, it's going to be to that okay. song. Just on a side note. <laughs> <laughs> now, in August of the same year. Back to Dick Severing. <laughs> in August of the same year in Nigeria. You oh. know me. I like to go global. Yeah, yeah. A middle-aged man, well-dressed in a nice suit, sits on a bench near the centre of town. Yes. The sun is out. It's a pleasant day. Workers and shoppers casually move about their business. So it comes as quite a shock when this well-dressed man stands up and begins to remove his clothing. The man then uses a razor blade to slice off his penis. Just casual as fuck. A nearby worker said the actions caught her and everyone, quote... By surprise. It's not every day you see that. After the penis was sliced off, the gentleman then attempted to slice off his testicles. Oy. At this point. Yeah. All right. Not earlier. This point. Yeah. At this point, good Samaritans rushed in to stop him and managed to wrestle the razor blade from him. I would have read the Bible more if the parable of the good Samaritan was about that. <laughs> <laughs> and lo, he did stop him from... Severing the potatoes. <laughs> the man was then promptly rushed to hospital by police who had been called by onlookers. Yeah, um, yep. <laughs> Later, when interviewed by police, the gentleman informs him that a monster had told him to cut off his penis as a donation. Wow. As a donation. And you thought it was rude when the Catholic Church passed the little basket around twice. Yeah. You know, like... Mind you, no one's going to fucking give you those judgy side eyes when you only put a $10 note in. Oh, my... It's like $10 note and your dick. What yeah. the fuck he means it? Yeah. Like, people are, like, offended by, like, 1% of their wage. Can you imagine 1% of your wage and your dick? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, the, the monster wanted his penis as a donation. But after he did this, the same monster then asked for his testicles. Uh, it's, it's, give him an inch. Oh, my God. I can just hear my mother's voice saying, if everyone in your class cut their penis off, would you do it too? <laughs> Depends if I was smoking cannabis, mum. <laughs> I mean, no one wants to be interpolite, but just because a monster asks for your dick, it doesn't mean you have to give it to him. No. I'm just saying. Like, your dick is your own. Yeah. They need to teach that in schools. Yeah. Stranger danger. Yeah. If a monster wants you to cut your dick off, mm. maybe think about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, just, you know, like, I know we always, you know, tell kids to be polite, but, <laughs> you know, there's a limit. Yeah. Um, now, if you think that celebrities are immune to chopping off their own dick, then think again. I was, I was really worried that was going to be like a Chris Jenner joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No. Just, just before we get into this, yeah, harking back to the first one, what is it? The the, the boomer generation who mm. were the ones that were always, oh, you smoke these cigarettes, these marijuana cigarettes, oh. you'll go crazy and lop your dick off with a wet spoon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> have you ever, like, there's that knowledge gap for yeah. all the hippies and all the things they were like at LSD and, yeah. like, there's a huge knowledge gap in terms of boomers and yeah. drugs. Yeah. And you see it every time you get on public transport, and yeah. there's clearly someone who's been smoking ice. Yeah. And they're you know, red in the face and you know, irrational and about to start a fight. And yeah. it's always some boomer who turns around and says, would you mind not using so much foul language, young man? There's <laughs> women on the bus. And you see anyone under the age of 30 or 40 just go, oh, my God, he's literally just picked a fight with a meth addict. <laughs> no. Mm. This guy's got sharpened teeth like Gollum. Yeah, yeah. It's just – it's that kind of just uh, – like a lesson was missed. Yeah. It was, just, and they're about to get one. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just kind of it just ingestically just sort of like amped up. It seems from oh, do the wacky tobacco, you know, <laughs> like oh, to just suddenly like oh my god, what a couple in like New York City where they ate the other homeless man alive. Like, how did we jump from oh the wacky tobacco, you know, oh man, you'll eat lots of snacks to yeah. just suddenly like oh, la, 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 like eating each other's face off. How did we just? It just seems like we just made a huge drug leap. Yeah, we skipped a generation there. Yeah, we just we amped that game up like something shocking. Oh my god, we we're gonna do another episode on the on the cannibalism, um, homeless people. Oh, nice. Yeah, because because they, um, they don't have it hard enough. It's the well, no. There's one gentleman. He was uh, homeless, and he was. Uh, hey, we'll come back to that. Um, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to give away spoilers for the next no, episode. But we do talk about the evils of modern architecture being anti-homeless. <laughs> oh my god! Whoever invented that? Like someone is homeless. They've got literally nothing. Let him have a sleep on a bench. You sadistic. Brick. Yeah, exactly. Your dick slicing off fucking weirdos. Oh, my God. If anyone deserves to have their dick sliced off, yeah. oh, my God. It's Buy the a homeless person. Oh, my God. No, see, don't ostracize the homeless people. They're not all going to cut your dick off. <laughs> just, just, just the ones on PCP. <laughs> In 2014, Andre Johnson, a rapper known as Christbearer. Andre Johnson. Oh, yeah. Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson. A rapper known as Christbearer was a member of the two-man rap group named North Star. Now we do sound like boomers. He was part of a rap troupe. <laughs> and he's, his stage persona was North Star. The two- do you have to use so much foul language, Mr. Hip Hopper? I'm going to cut your dick off in a minute. <laughs> the two men having been discovered by members of the Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, see? I'm getting hip now. Now you're getting hip. Early on Wednesday morning, and see, this is the difference between those who are stinking rich and the rest of us. Early Wednesday morning, you've been asleep for hours because you've got to get up early. Yeah. Unless you're in the Wu-Tang Clan, because then you get to spend your early Wednesday mornings with a few people at a luxury apartment allegedly, mm-hmm. having what Johnson referred to as a PCP party <laughs> or a PCPP in North Hollywood. Nice. But it wasn't the PCP that was his undoing, said Johnson to a reporter in 2015. Quote, PCP and meth and molly and alcohol and no sleep. That was the main thing. No sleep. That's the worst recipe ever. Is that in a Margaret Fulton cookbook? Oh, my God. But, yeah, no sleep. Not the meth, uh, not the PCP or the molly, which I had to Google, by the way, because I, I didn't know what molly was. And molly apparently is high-quality ecstasy. Yes, it's pure MDMA. Mm, so, But just remember, it wasn't the drugs, though. Don't blame the drugs. No. The drugs are innocent. It was society. <laughs> it was the... Somnia. Ah. Lack of sleep. Yeah. Didn't get his eight hours in. Yeah. You know, it's the perils of the working man. Oh, I didn't get my eight hours. Oh, I've cut my dick off. <laughs> Johnson says he was depressed and felt all alone because all three mothers of his three children had now all placed restraining orders against him as well as blocking his phone number. Oh, man's rights, please. Ah, oh, I know. Wow. Demanding that I be a nice person. I'll show you what a good dad I am. <laughs> Pass me that knife and my dick pies. <laughs> Johnson says, you know, he had been reading a book previously about monks and castration and in the moment it all just seemed to make sense. Wow, mm. I've you know I've been taken I've been taken away by some books, but never that uh, much. Well, where's the warning? No one ever you know warns you. This is the this is the problem of reading books. Yeah. Start reading books. Next thing you're cutting your dick off. This is your brain. Oh, this, this is, your, is bra- your brain on books. <laughs> your brain at the library. So Big Johnson took Little Johnson in hand. And with a kitchen knife from the hotel, oh, yeah? 
sliced off his penis. He then leapt from the second story balcony onto the street beneath. Uh, That sounds like another episode of Jackass. (laughs) Eyewitnesses immediately called for an ambulance. As the person speaks to the emergency operator, you can hear Johnson on the street outside screaming nonsense and picking himself up and shouting Again, more nonsense. Yeah. The person on the phone tells his friend to make sure the door is locked so that he cannot get into their room. I wouldn't have that much faith in a door. <laughs> this guy's just cut his dick off and survived a two-story fall. Mm, mm. This is the fucking this is the Hulk. I know. And he's just and then he's just running around with his dick in his hand. Like, <laughs> oh my god, this freaking nightstick, if we're to believe the myths. Yeah. You know, oh my god, like Oh my god, Dubber will need both latches on the door, darling. (laughs) Oh my lord. Uh, Johnson would collapse on the sidewalk where he would be found by authorities and was rushed to hospital. At first, Johnson denied the drugs were involved, but then later confessed to the multitude of (laughs) drugs that were actually involved. Yeah, if he had any blood left, I'm sure they tested it. (laughs) Yeah, and well, and there's the whole... You cut your dick off and then jumped off a second story balcony. Um, we kind of just assumed yeah. there were drugs. No, that's the power of prayer. <laughs> that's the power of love. <laughs> da, 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 da. It's a very dark Huey Lewis film clip, that one. Very dark. Ooh. I'm so happy to be stuck with you. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe he was just being a gentleman so they could both, like, you know, climb onto it and then sail away. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe that's what Tom Hanks should have tried in Castaway. <laughs> Castrate away. <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> oh, my God. That was just one of his little balls. Yeah. <laughs> just hairy balls floating away. Wilson. <laughs> oh, my God. Very different film. Very different film. Do you think he would have got the Academy Award for that? Oh, or maybe in Serbia. (laughs) (laughs) They love that shit. Now, the Wu-Tang Clan released a statement publicly distancing themselves from the group and the rapper and his penis shortly afterwards. Just as he distanced himself from his own dick. (laughs) Which, ironically, like, it seems like the most, like, Wu-Tang Clan, like, (laughs) rappery thing ever. Well, there's a Dave Chappelle bit about it. (laughs) Wu-Tang (laughs) pow! Oh, my God. Now, there were rumours that surgeons had reattached the penis. Yeah. However, in 2015, the Johnson confirmed this was not the case. Oh. But don't worry, because he had, in fact, not cut all of his penis off. Hooray! (laughs) Well, he just circumcised himself, basically. Well... And this this is quote. Right. Okay, these are the this is quote. I did cut a lot of my penis off. But <laughs> quote due to the fact that it's not a myth, the black men do. <laughs> I'm not really going to go into it too much, but we hanging. <laughs> So I'm still able to work with what I'm able to work with and get it done. Fair enough. Drops his dick on the floor. (laughs) Dick drop. (laughs) Splat. (laughs) Well, more power to him. Uh huh. Um, Well, I guess that. I mean, I guess that's the advantage. Like, yeah, Yeah. genuinely, if you've like, if you've got, you've got stuff to work with. I guess. Yeah. It's like that chicken that was not properly beheaded and lived for like. 10 years when there's just a neck. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like that. <laughs> so he just, he had like the neck was left. He just took off the, just took off the head. Um, but yeah, also. He's just streamlined it by the sounds of things. <laughs> well, you know, there's less carry on luggage, you know, <laughs> who won't get charged as much. But you know, there's a part of me also where I'm like, so what you're saying is you did a really shit job. Yeah. You know, oh, I'd been reading about postration and then I wussied out and just and just gave it a little trim. I was thinking of getting the mohawk, but then I'm like, oh, just tidy up the ends. Yeah. You wussed out. Yeah, you gave yourself bangs. <laughs> oh, no. In other interviews, Johnson declared that there were discussions in the works for him to star in an adult pornographic film. Classy. Hey, they the the porn industry for all its for all its moral evils 
Mm. Actually, I'm not going to fucking. I'm not even going to go down there because I'm a massive consumer. But they do tend to give work to people who would otherwise be stigmatized and forced to the edges of society. Octo Mum. They gave Octo Mum a porno. Oh, nobody wanted to see that though. But she got paid, and it helped raise her eight kids. Oh, the millions of dollars she leached off society paid for her kids. But you know, whatever. Um, but I mean, would you even? You wouldn't even need to make a porno film because obviously after hearing this story, we all want to see, like, we all want to see the end effect. So if they could, they could have just released like a two minute like footage of him just going, look, here's my dick, here's my dick. I'd pay a dollar to see that. That's that's some P.T. Barnum shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, you know, just go around. I'd, I'd pay money to go in and just have a look and be yeah. like, oh. Hugh Jackman's The Greatest Showman would be a very different film. <laughs> Sing about that shit, Hugh. <laughs> yeah, make that family friendly. <laughs> oh, but uh, the pornographic film never came to fruition. Aww. So Johnson did what every person who cuts off their penis does. He undertook a stint in stand-up comedy. I'd like, oh, I'd like to pretend that's not my story, but here we are. His comedy career... Has since been cut short. <laughs> well done. <laughs> now, but after his self surgery made headlines, an old friend of his named Cheryl reached out to him over social media and the two reconnected. Hey, bringing it beautiful love story. Yeah. Johnson says that Cheryl became his support structure and kept him focused and ground him, which helped him to get through the incident. There you go. But on a side, seriously, women are not your rehab, but, you know, whatever. Once again, Huey Lewis, that's the power of love. (laughs) After six months of dating, they were married in a small ceremony on December 30... (laughs) December 30. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I'll just recharge the batteries. (laughs) On the 30th of December, 2019. Ah, good for them. Oh, the... uh, uh, Johnson went on to inform everyone at the wedding, uh, or sorry, afterwards, that uh, after the wedding, everything was consummated just fine, even though nobody asked the question. No. <sighs> In 2020, Johnson reflected that he is not ashamed about the incident, but he no longer wants it to define him and his career. That's fair. Which is at complete odds with his feelings in 2015 <laughs> when Johnson declared that he was proud of his actions, saying, <coughs> quote, I'm the only man ever did what the fuck I did and I'm proud of it. Because why? In the annals of history, I don't think you got anybody who ever did it. I might have made the biggest mistake ever in history, but I'm proud of that. He would be crushed if he heard our episode. (laughs) That's still far saner than anything Kanye West has ever said. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this guy should run for president. Fuck, he'd be better than Kanye. Um, You know who'd be worse than Kanye? Anyway, we're not getting into that. Now, (laughs) I went to drugs.com. What, for this episode or just? No, I went to drugs.com. Their catchphrase is no more, be sure. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Because this is what they said about PCP. Do they sell it or they test for it? No, no, this is just sort of like, so, you know, if you're... um, you know, it, it just gives you all the details about the drugs. So if you're worried about somebody, ah. you can go to their, their site. Um, because I, w- I was curious about the write-up for PCP because yeah. there's a lot of PCP flying apart. Yeah. And I'm like, is this something that normal ha- normally happens? So I looked up what drugs.com, no more, be sure, had to say. <laughs> and they said PCP or street names, angel dust, Boat, hog, love boat, whack, ozone, peace pill, dust, embalming fluid, rocket fuel, super grass, super weed, wacko tobacco, and killer joints. <laughs> and I was reading this and I'm like, 
I guarantee no one in the history of the world has ever gone up and been like, hello, Mr. Drug Dealer, I would like to buy some wacko tobacco. I I just imagine all those things being read out by a crime-fighting dog. (laughs) Wacko tobacco. Oh my god, but seriously, can you? I want the wacker tobacco. No, I'm not a narc police officer at all. I'm one of the youth types. You know, uh, 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 you know, fuck off the popo. Am I right? I've heard it called Angel Dust before, but only because I'm a fan of Faith No More. Ah, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, no, but apparently, wacko tobacco and Killer joints. Killer joints, mm-hmm. yeah. Are what the kids refer to PCP combined with marijuana. Ah, see, now that is a very awkward encounter at a sort of Edwardian England theatre restaurant. <laughs> I would like a killer joint, please. <laughs> One of your best wacko tobacco. Out comes Alonzo from Training Day. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh! My lord. So already I am somewhat sceptical about this site, yeah. I have to be honest. Um, the site – now, I looked up for the effects of PCP, okay? And this is what it says for the effects of, PP, of PCP. PPP? P- PPP. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, now the other thing, when apparently if you're taking PCP, it includes – one of the side effects can be a numbness – of the extremities, which might explain how they were able to just sever their penis and carry on. Yeah. Um, Because just they couldn't feel it. Yeah. Like, you could still see it. It's one of those things. I think even if I was unconscious and you were, like, cutting off my arm, you'd still be like, ah. Like, you'd still know your arm's being cut off. Like, ah. Isn't that the point of anesthesia, though? No, but you'd still be like, don't cut off my arm. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. You know, like, would you, even if you, even like, I'm just saying, even if you, even if I couldn't feel my yeah. flaps, I'd still be like, <laughs> I'd be aware if I was like severing That's, one off. There's the next question. Why isn't there a bunch of women out there with craft scissors just pinching, their, pinching them forward? Because and- we're not obsessed with our dicks. We're not obsessed with our fannies the way that men are. Even high on PCP. What do we say? Everything with men. It always comes back to your dicks. Yeah. Even on the I, PCP. I just want to see at least one woman get on the pipe and slice a tit off. No. 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 Because it just doesn't happen. No. Because tits are awesome. Yeah, I know. You'd, oh, my God. You'd never hurt your own tits. <laughs> like, even, like, just tits are great. Even, like, women. Like, we love tits. Like, we know tits are awesome. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, it's true. Like, women in, like, bathrooms, we touch each other's tits all the time. We love them. We appreciate them. We think they're great. So, you're right, men. That is what happens. This is admissible as evidence. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I know. I've dressed as a woman and done it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, because, like, sometimes, you know, like, you have, like, you have friends who have very, like, you know, very tiny titties. And they'll be like, oh, my God, can I just, and they love to just, you know, have a feel of, like, big, giant titties. And sometimes, you know, if they've got the little, you know, the, what do they call them? The, the chicken fillets? Yeah. You're just like, oh, how is that? And they're like, oh, they feel really feel. Give them a thing. So, you know, it would never occur to us to just be like, take them off. Slice them off. No. Okay. Now, the effects of PCP, okay, it goes on to list the possible effects. Okay. This is the actual list as yeah. they list them. Okay. A drop in blood pressure, pulse rate, and respiration. Mm-hmm. Nausea. Mm-hmm. Vomiting. Yeah. Blurred vision. Yeah. Flicking up and down of the eyes. Yeah. Drooling. Yeah. Loss of balance and dizziness. Yeah. Violence and suicide. Not talk about burying the lead. Yeah. <laughs> you might blink a bit or you'll kill yourself. High doses of PCP can also cause seizures, coma and death, often due to accidental injury or suicide. Yeah. Psychological effects at high doses include delusions and hallucinations. Users often refer to the experience as a trip or calling an unpleasant experience a bad trip. <laughs> Where the hell is you might cut off your dick? <laughs> On that list. Where is it? Like you said, why is that not the... Why don't you start with possible effects of PCP? You might cut off your own dick. Because they ruined it with the, the marijuana scare in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, but we've, we've, there's none of like... This is actually like 
Yeah. No one took marijuana and cut their dick off. Okay. No. We actually, I've got a handful. And I have so many cases at home. So many. There were so many cases. I couldn't list them all. Of men getting high on PCP and cutting off their dick. Well, there's, there seems to be a real stigma around it as well. Cutting this, off your dick. Well, yeah, just just the fact that it's not mentioned and talked about. Because as part of the research for this, and I will acknowledge that you do 99% of the research, I just look for other weird shit to throw in. <laughs> and I came across yeah. some statistics about what happens to people in the military, particularly modern warfare, mm. with your improvised explosive devices, landmines, that kind of stuff. Turns out, in the Afghanistan and Iraq war campaign, yeah. in the US military, mm. 1,400 servicemen... Yes. Had their junk blown off. What? To various degrees, yeah. So, Hang on, do you mean like, you like shot off? As or? in they stood on a, on a landmine or there was like an IED on the side of the road. Mm. It explodes. It's a fragment, of, it's a fragment weapon that sends <gasps> shrapnel in every direction. Yeah. Basically shred their bits. So oh. there's 1,400 people with survivable injuries that mm. included catastrophic or total removal of the genitals. Hey, oh my god. And that's like, like they should mention that when you're gonna join the army. Yeah, did you, I don't see that in the recruitment. Yeah. Okay, and here's another thing, okay? Like people are obviously like they've just had their genitals like blown off. When yeah. you sort of like categorize the injury about you know something that's happening to somebody's genitals, don't ever use the word catastrophic. Yeah, that's that's not good bedside manner. Like there's I mean, you know, I mean I'm not saying we have, you know, like the happy, happy fun time injury, yeah. but Dude, you've got to use, like, a better word than catastrophic. Yeah, well, you're not going to say that fucking Wet and Wild Adventure World is closed for repairs. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I couldn't believe that stat when I saw it because it just it's so underreported. 1,400. 1,400 American servicemen. Holy shit. And the other thing is, like, they've gotten really good at battlefield medicine. Mm. So the, a lot of these wounds that in the 70s would have killed you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're now living through it. Just without their... Yeah. Without their like that's that's a, that's out. like the, they should we should be talking about that more. Oh my god! Like that's that's yeah. a that's a significant number of former servicemen getting around America who've got catastrophic injuries. That you, you probably you know they might also like have a leg missing or something like that that you don't know about. Well, no one gives a shit about your leg once your dick's no, like if you, no. <laughs> unless you're getting like a bionic cock. <laughs> well, that's the next like yeah. Because I mean you know if if it gets blown off in the military, the, the we we can rebuild him. Like. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's one episode of the Bionic Man that we all wanted to see. I think so. Yeah, RoboCop. <laughs> But 1,400. 1,400. Okay. How come, how come the military hasn't like... Okay, because, so, you know, we have like the Kevlar vest. How come you they haven't invented like Kevlar jocks? I don't know. I, uh, Patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, it's 1,400. I think that's worth the investment yeah. of like... You know, do you remember, even if you could lessen the damage from catastrophic yeah. to ow... <laughs> but I mean, you look at you look at like the the standard body armor on a soldier, and I know mm. I don't know a great deal about the military, mm. having never served a fast food meal, let alone my country. I've uh, I I have seen some servicemen, but I've seen them without their uniform. Oh, so, he wasn't there in an officer and a gentleman <laughs> carrying you away from your bus stop <laughs> while all the other homeless people cheered. <laughs> Judge by life. <laughs> But you look at the body armor they're wearing, and it's yeah. essentially to protect their vital organs. Mm. That I, I mean, they might have stuff like you. Know, you think about one good shot to the leg mm. is all it takes to se- to sever. Is it your femoral artery? Yeah, that. Yeah, the one in yeah, your yeah, leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. They, don't, they don't have any armor around there or anything like that. So, no. Well, let's face it; they're just fucking throwing them at bombs until the other people run out of bombs, aren't they? Well, because I know the um ah oh, uh, I know the people who go in. Uh, to like defuse the bombs, they've got like the little genital flap. <laughs> yeah. You know, but no, seriously, have like fourteen hundred. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if if fourteen hundred people were blowing off their junk with toasters, you'd redesign toasters. Yeah, you would. So why can't? Oh my god! You know what? Oh my god! I am gonna write. I am gonna send an email. There's a new president in America, <laughs> and be like, "Dear President Biden, what are we going to do to protect the genitals of our?" Proud servicemen and service women. He's too busy with UFOs. <laughs> He's got Trump's UFO de- um, fucking 
disclosure to deal with in the next 160 days. Well, it sounds like the only unidentified flying objects at the moment are like <laughs> the cocks of US soldiers as they go flying through the air. Like, Imagine that fuck? slow motion in the hurt locker. Just mm. dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my God. You know what? That's going to give me nightmares. Yeah. Like, yeah, because yeah, I, I have never like, I've never seen, I like, I love a good war movie. I thought you were going to say I love a good cock. Oh, pfft. who doesn't? Yeah, my we know that. just wilted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I, lo- I love a good war cock film. Um, I have never, ever, ever, yeah. ever seen someone like, like there's always that scene like right before the big battle. There's always, you know, people are like wounded and rah, like rolling around. I've never seen anyone rolling around in the dirt going, oh my God, my cock. Uh, the only time I've seen that in a movie was um, Band of Brothers, where the guy who was in New Kids on the Block thought he blew his dick off. Oh, that's right. Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I love that Band of Brothers, but he didn't though. Oh, actually, Platoon. Tom Berenger gets shot in the dick, but he's such an asshole. You're like, ha ha, suck it. Yeah. No, it's not him. One of the one of the rapey guys gets shot in the dick, so you're kind of like, ha ha, suck it. Are you confusing that with Robocop? No, 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 no. The raper. No, no, no. The anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But there you go. My God. 1,400. 1,400. Isn't that terrifying? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder America's so fucked up. Well, no, they're so angry. Like, there's just so many people without their dicks. Just, (laughs) ah, I served my country and, ah, my dick. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. And, like, you, you do, you know, you hear stories of people, you know, they come back and they get disillusioned. Like... Yeah, and like there's no support for you and you're going to go get a fucking less than minimum wage job in Walmart. And you don't have a dick. Exactly. So maybe that's why Rambo was so angry. Maybe. Didn't have a dick. First blood. What was that first blood? I think we all know. Oh, God. But if we've learned nothing from this episode, just remember, kids, don't do PCP. (laughs) Don't do bath salts. Don't listen to demons. And whatever you do... Do not, do not cut your dick off. <laughs> and Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang <laughs> <laughs> Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> you just got a very broken hill on me then. <laughs> Don't judge me. Oh, no, I'm going to judge you harshly. Mm. But we're going to be back next week with more slightly disturbing stuff to talk about. Oh, we are looking at... Haunted universities. Ah. And uh, I think the uh, the most haunted dorm room in the world. <laughs> haunted dorm. <laughs> Animal house. If that's not a 70s film, I don't yeah. know what is. <laughs> <laughs> well, John Belushi's a... Was it John Belushi's the cannabis farmer now? What? Which, which of the Belushi's is still alive? Aren't they both dead? No. Yeah. No. That's so they're both dead. They're not both dead. Yeah. Which who's the one that died? Was it John Belushi? Yeah. And then James Belushi died, didn't he? No, he's alive. He's a cannabis farmer. Oh. Yeah, he was in the he was in the new series of Twin Peaks. Was he? Oh, look, I've seen K9. Like <laughs> <laughs> I know he exists as a person. Gun and badge on my desk. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Hey, Shut up. That dog was very cute. He was also in Red Heat. He was in Red Heat. He was in Red Heat. Can you think of him in anything after the 1980s? According to Jim. Uh, Did he ever take PCP and cut his dick off? (laughs) No, because he grows cannabis. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. Um, No, I really thought he was dead. No, he's really not dead. He's, He's actually like the most fun guy on Twitter. Well, if he's got a marijuana farm, if I had a marijuana farm, I'd be the most fun guy on yeah. Twitter too. He's like super earnest and just asks really, really just kind of down-to-home earth questions about uh, anime and stuff like that. He's, he's really fun. So you mean he's high? Yeah, of course he is. He's got a fucking cannabis you're farm. You're like, oh my God, he's really fun. He's high. I grow chilies. There's chili in everything I eat. He yeah. has a fucking cannabis farm. Yeah. So yeah. that's well. That's like the, you know, it's like the same thing. Like, there's no, there's no such thing as an ugly person. It's just poor people and beautiful people. You know. Wow. Thanks, Ayn Rand. <laughs> <laughs> Cut 
such a dick off. Yeah, okay. On that note, thank you for everyone who's listening in. Thank you for the 15 or 16 people in Louisiana, one of whom statistically might have blown his own dick off in Afghanistan. So, Oh. That's a pretty – well, we'll send you some merch. <laughs> I'm sorry your dick got bit off. Here's a T-shirt. Yeah, here's fucking Lonely Ian, the fucking cephalopod alien. Oh my god, seriously, Kevlar underpants. Kevlar oh my god. underpants. You know what? We should add that to our growing list of merchandise we're going to make. Let's yeah. make Kevlar underpants. Tactical jocks. Oh my god, yes. Tactical Grundies. So whether you're like serving in Afghanistan or, you know, storming the Capitol building of your own democratic society. It'll stop you from tasing yourself in the balls. Hey! There you go. But we'll be back next week with Haunted Dorms and uh, the the very much alive Jim Belushi. Check him out on Twitter. Are you sure? I'm fucking positive. Really? Yeah, he's 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 there. This weekend at Bernie's propped him up. No, who's going to do that with him? He's massive. Oh my god, fat shame him. I'm not. Fat. He's fucking like six four. You own a marijuana farm, like all those snacks. Of course, you're going to get big. He's a tall, robust man. Are we sure we're talking about? We're the same talking person? about the same guy. He seems short and dumpy to me. No, that was his. That was his unfortunately, sadly demised brother. No, I know the. I know the, John and James. Yeah, yeah, not the big one. He's still going. They're both big ones. Okay, I'm gonna press stop. I thought you had pressed stop. No, I'm doing it now. <laughs> <laughs>